Hello and welcome to another episode of the L-E-G-I-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I am Murray and I am an officer of SNAP. Shoveling neat and perpetually. Because <laughs> apparently, apparently winter has arrived. Wah, wah. Oh. I know. That I know. Time, huh? I know. We had like little, like little hints of the white fluffy stuff. And then boom, it came. Now, I don't have any expectation that it's going to stick around. I'm hoping it's going to go. But for the moment, it involves some shoveling. Agreed. I do not miss shoveling at all. Ugh, no. Nope, I do not blame you at all. Yeah. But we found the dogs. I, these are the first dogs we've had that that uh, the snow seems, seems to stick to their fur. So um, all the other dogs we've had, the, the snow either hasn't stuck to them or I've totally blocked it out of my head. But <laughs> these two... They're like little snowballs when we're done. And then got to take the blow dryer out and blow off the snow and melt the snow. They're not a big fan. They're not a big fan. However, it is what you get when you live in Snowville. Yes. (laughs) So that is me. Paul is off. Starting up a startup or something. He's making the uh, competitor for Twitter. Right. Right. Because we only sure. have like, what, 12 of them? 14? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think there's plenty of options out there for you. <laughs> well, we have one more, I'm sure. Totally. He's up. He's making subs. <laughs> there we go. So while Paul is doing that, I'm Al, and this week I am a planning officer of Fridge, finally mm. replacing inadvert- inconveniently damaged General Electric. Oh. We are getting a new fridge this weekend. Nice. Because our old one is starting to go. The ice maker already went, and it's other issues with it, so... We went out the last few weeks looking at things and looking at stuff online, and we finally picked one, and... It's going to be delivered, and they're also taking the old one away this Saturday. That's even better. Mm. They're going to deliver it, install it, and and take away the old. Right on. But that means we have things to do, including the fact that my wife wants to clean a bit and paint behind there. <laughs> the painting in the kitchen was never done with the fridge, so we got to move that the day before so she can paint. And yep. then also move some furniture and other things around so they can actually bring the new fridge in. Right. And right, then, of right. course, there's also the matter of taking all the stuff out of the old fridge and freezer and getting it somewhere cold for, like, the time that, yeah, it, I mean, I don't know how long it takes. For all I know, it takes five minutes, but what, that fridge isn't going to come cold. It's going to take a while. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That stuff would defrost, you know, the, the frozen stuff would probably defrost by the time it was ready to freeze it. Yeah. You know what you could do? You could put it out on the porch if you lived where I'm living. <laughs> I can't. It is not that cold. 
thankfully. Nope. Nope. The alligators would get it. That would be terrible. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, I don't want to bring the alligators closer. No, no way. Keep them. Keep them gators distant. Distant. Now, to be fair, as far as I know, we've never seen a gator in our uh, retention pond right out back. Doesn't mean there mm -hmm. isn't one, though. Yeah, they're just lying in wait. Lulling you into a false sense of security. Well, it's kind of the way you have to live in Florida. Is when, if there's a body of water that's open, you know, not not blocked off, fenced in, whatever, you have to assume at some point there will be a gator there. You don't know when, but <laughs> there will be at some point. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. All righty. Hopefully there are little baby gators with no teeth. Mm, I'd rather not have, I'd rather have, yeah, well, I'd rather have one that slides in, decides it's not good, and leaves. Oh, yes. In, out, boom. Exactly. Perfect. All righty. All righty, all righty. Well, we are here looking at Rebels 96. They've jumped up a year. That's right. We're now changed a year. Mm-hmm. Rebels 96. Uh, and then issue 15. Issue 15, but who, uh, Rebels 96. Goes, I know Paul went last, but who went before that? Uh, I think it's probably my turn. Okay. Yeah. So we got a cover by Derek Oakwin. I'm assuming. Yeah, there it is. Derek Oakwin. Yep. And Mark Probst. And it shows real docs getting myrtleized by a brain in a... <laughs> A robot brain? A brain in a... Robot body? Robot suit? Yeah. <laughs> it's I a like cool how cover. The, I like how the brain's like in this dome thing, but it's not like Validus where it's just a dome over his brain. It's like a little dome, bit, giant dome thing, and the brain's in there on like a little like platform Pushing with legs. Something. Yeah, 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 yeah. It oh, that's true, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just a tiny brain, too. Yeah, you're right. It's not like a big Validus brain. It's a, It's a little... It's a, it's a regular size brain in a giant size body. Can that brain run around other parts of that robot? Is it like a giant habit trail for brains? <laughs> that would be awesome. Today, I'm hanging out in the elbow. Tomorrow, Whee! the knee. <laughs> That's awesome. All righty. <laughs> so here we go. Rebels 96. It is called Nerves, although the cover says it's brain damage, but. They're all related. Nerves, yeah. brains. Great. This is going to be the zombie issue. The zombie issue of, uh, of Rebels. Totally, totally, totally. All righty. So first page, we get a nice little splash page of some brains hanging out. And we are introduced to the cast, Brill Docs, this Power Mad Son Lyril, and all the rest of the Legionnaires who are now Rebels. Rebel heirs? Rebel. Rebels. There. They're just rebels. <laughs> rebels. Yes. And Lyra Dock's last issue had just released a mind control wave, uh, which is slowly creeping out and controlling more and more of the universe. Uh, and it's also controlling the planet Devon, which is, um, which was kind of, supportive of real docs and now much less so 
<laughs> much, much, much less. less. So we left the issue with uh, all the rebels being overwhelmed by the the Devan, Devanians, Devanites. I don't know. Anyway, diving in now. Do you think the coloring has changed? It looks to me to be. I mean, it's still the same person. It's still Stuart. Stuart yeah, Stubbings. yeah, yeah. It's it's the same person. It's it just seems brighter, more. Mm, I don't know, but also I'm reading the, the uh, you know the You're DC England. Yeah, so yeah, 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 for all yeah. I know, it's been adjusted anyway. Yeah, I can't tell. I'd have to go back and look at some of the last couple of issues, but this this looks. Um, like the colors have certainly been. Um, well, I mean, this is, I mean, they're playing around with computer coloring, so this is definitely colored with computers. You got all the shades, you got all the. I mean, I don't know whether it was done, it's nothing has changed or it's just because it's the uh, digital version, but the I just looked real quick the last few pages of 14, it looks the same to me. Oh, okay. But I could It'd be wrong. Take out the paper copy. Alrighty, so the rebels are being attacked um, by a bunch of brainwashed people. Long live Legion, destroy the traitors. And Telepath is saying, is the whole bloody planet crazy? Yes, Telepath says, Docs, the whole bloody planet is. So what, what, what do we do? Our only chance is to beat up everyone on this world. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, well, that's totally doable. <laughs> and uh, someone says, so we're dead, right? Well, that's another way to put it. Wait, it's my ship. It's my bloody ship. They came for us. And I love that he's holding up his hand and he's still got that, like, mashed up baby finger. Yeah, because yeah, it's gone. So the finger, the glove <laughs> is just kind of flopping. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So uh, their ship comes zooming in. Ugh, stay unencumbered. We'll have to board quickly, says Docs. Got it. They swoop, we grab, says Stealth, as they're continuing to punch and kick and Suck. beat up all the people around them. That's right. And they're about to grab it, but the ship does not come quite low enough. All right, be ready. They're turning back, says uh, Docs. Where's Telepath? Got him, says Stealth. Time to start whimpering, telepath. And right on cue, he lets out a whoa. <laughs> Concentrate on boarding, says Docs. Those gunships are right behind us. Like grok they are. And this is the um I was the guardsman. planetary champion, but yeah, he's the yeah. guardsman of the, the I mean he's, he's like the planetary champion. Yeah, he's listed as presidential guardsman. Uh-huh. And that's what he calls yeah. himself too. Yes. So he, for some reason, is not brainwashed and helps helps them get away. Uh, they're not going anywhere until the presidential guardsman gets some answers. So he kind of like lassoes the ship, sort of. Um, holds it in place so everyone can climb on, climb in. Bank gently now, Garb, says Faze uh, from inside the ship. They're on the hull. I know what I'm doing. You just get them out of those gunship sights. Opening the hatch, and with a big splurge, they come uh, swooshing inside. 
Uh, good to see you, FaZe, says Docs. Yeah, well, once our sensors identified the mind control wave, we thought we might need a quick exit, so we looked for a bloodthirsty mob, and there you were. <laughs> <laughs> and then the planet, or the uh, the guardsman, the presidential guardsman also comes in. All right, creeps, what in Grok's name is going on in here? And Telepath lets out a squeak. Great, the bloody ignorant guardsman. And Faze says, this a friend of yours? It depends. Not if you threaten my president's life, but I was when you convinced him to oppose Legion. I hate them myself. What? Says Doc. Somehow you seem to have escaped the mind control just as we did. Guardsmen, we were trying to outrun a mind control wave that Legion is broadcasting from a powerful satellite. We were too late. It hit your world and your people turned against us. But somehow you didn't. Don't be too sure of, and then the whole ship kind of rocks and rolls, and they all go following around. Hang on, they can shake us up, but our hull is impervious. Yeah, well, those are my boys out there, says the uh, guardsman. They'll keep hammering away if it takes all year. Let me talk to them. Forget it, their wills have been sapped. I'll get us out of this. I came across a feature in the ship's brain array. Brain array? I don't like the sound of that. You shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. But Doc says, but I think you'll like this. And the whole ship kind of vanishes right out of sight and then appears somewhere else. Where are we? What'd you do? My last scan of the ship turned up a limited teleport function. I haven't had time to analyze. Easy, bub, says uh, Garv. This craft's biz as usual for us. Well, it isn't for me. <laughs> Doc says, I'm scanning. It seems we're in something of a trap. And we can see that the ship, wherever they teleported, um, is kind of caught in this giant webbing. And it appears there are other ships also. Um, Look like very similar to like it. Yeah, very similar ships, all kind of um, snared, netted, or whatever in the webbing. And we're inside, and FaZe says a trap. Whose trap? Please, FaZe. I'm hardly omniscient. Let's see what I can match from the databanks. Oh, the ship took itself home to the creatures who built it. What, you mean the creatures obsessed with disembodied brains? Ah, don't be scared, honey, says Garve. Why shouldn't I be? We don't know anything about them. Well, it looks like we're about to learn, because with a splorch income... Um, they look like shiny, skinny, I want to say robots, but they're not, I mean, I guess they're robots. No, I don't know if they are enough, but I they're, think they're living, but they're, their bodies are like, they're like the gray aliens, you know, those are, you know, the way people always yeah. depict them, but taller, but their heads are like, they have like these really tiny necks and it's almost like a flat head. Yeah. Like a flat, flat triangle. head. Yep. Totally. And I, I didn't realize before, the little devices they're holding have little mini brains in them. Yeah, 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 yeah. They got these little brain scanners, maybe, I guess. Anyway, the uh, the visitors, the owners of the ships pop in and they say this is indeed the vessel registered as Allegran Z vanished unaccountably 17 lifespans ago. Brain inventory, mm, short. Some missing, some added. Curious. 
So they're scanning all the brains in the in the rocket, the ship. And they're saying, oh, and here are some new brains. Oh, such complex housings. <laughs> they're talking about, of course, the rebels when the complex housings are their bodies. <laughs> Those pesky things. Those pesky things. Uh, hello, excuse us, you can talk to us. And uh, the little aliens ignore the, the uh, presidential protector. Don't turn your backs on me. I demand to know what's going on. Guardsmen, wait. You don't know. And one of the uh, aliens zips around, takes one look at the guardsman, and kind of zaps him or unconsciousifies him or something. His eyes go all starry, and then he clumps down to the ground. And the alien says, unusual. Brain extends into nervous system, governing housing functions well beyond our capability. And Docs is studying them. Strange eyes, not intelligence, something more, and they seem to regard us as objects. And the alien says, that's very perceptive for a brain. Who manufactured you? And Doc says, no one. And Borb says, God. <laughs> Impressive simulation of sentience. We are Krigors. We would like to know you. Come with us. I'm afraid we can't just accept your hospitality. We have a job to finish this phase. But you accepted hospitality. This is our vessel. And Docs is uh, whispering telepath. Give me a reading. Docs, I detect no brain activity whatsoever. I don't even think they're sentient. We'll be glad to accept your hospitality, says Docs. What are you doing, says Faze. We need to get home. These beings understand the humanoid brain, probably even more than I. So? Our enemy's greatest weapon is mind control. You do the math. Mm, yeah. Fair. <laughs> so they follow along, and uh, Doc says, Huh, the city seems unexpectedly familiar. Is this a capital-based consumer economy? Again, very perceptive, says the alien. What do I call you? Docs. Well, you are correct, Docs. Our way of life has improved immeasurably, immeasurably since we developed the craniotech. You mean the brains, don't you? Like the ones we found on board? Indeed, the applications are unlimited, providing the basis for defense and communications, consumer goods, everything um if you don't mind my asking where do these brains come from and the robot kind of makes a weird sound and that's the robot laughing or the <laughs> alien laughing <laughs> sorry to laugh but where else we make them and docs is looking totally shocked like you're making a brain that makes no sense at all i, I like the shot of the city is like we could see like the little aliens playing and like One's like tuning in, it looks like a TV with a brain yep. attached. There's brains and windows. There's like a guy, someone walking with like a little brain hanging off like a little thing, necklace. <laughs> totally. Brains everywhere. Everywhere. And Doc says, you make brains. How else could we obtain them? The process is simple. Primitive, really. It has been the same for many lifespans. We simply pack animal tissue into a mold. Then, 
pierce it with information tendrils connected to a master mind template. And as tissue and template exchange information, the brain's thought patterns are arranged into a copy of the master. An electrical charge stabilizes the new brain, and we are done. Simple. Not like your brain. May we scan you? Mm, says Docs. Why not? Fascinating brain. At once, so perfect one would almost believe a god did make it, and at the same time, so flawed. And you know that's not going to go over well with Docs. No. Flawed. Your instruments must be inaccurate. Check again. Scan identifies the source of the defect as this epidermal patch. And they snatch it and rip it right off of Dox's head. And he screams out. And they say, ugh, obviously a drug delivery system. This brain requires detoxification. And Dox is saying, I feel fine. My dependency is gone. How did you do that? And his... his Head is kind of attached by tendrils. This is a this is a series where brains and tendrils are <laughs> all over the place. Yeah, and not in the kinky way. No, no, like the tendrils. Yeah. I mean, uh huh, uh huh. So uh, the alien says the purifier cleansed your brain of all outside influences. Oh, may I see it? You covet the purifier. We, in turn, covet your complex minds and those wonderful nervous systems. We will give your team a purifier, Docs. But in exchange, we want your brains. Brains! <laughs> totally. Is it me, uh, says Borb, or are these waiters dressed like Docs? I'll bet they never thought of clothes before we got here. No brains, no imagination, I guess. Where is Docs? This is taking too long, says FaZe. We have so much unfinished business back home. Business, says one of the aliens. That is cute. A brain doing business. <laughs> That's right, Skinny. We're just here to make you laugh, says the uh, presidential protector dude. And he kind of elbows the uh, alien in the ribs, and the alien just falls down completely. No defenses, no uh, yeah, it just invulnerability. Yep, just falls apart. Oh no, I didn't know he was so breakable. Leave it. I'll clean it up. Says an alien. Hey, I just killed your pal. You don't seem too concerned. Life is short. More always come along. And Docs, Docs just agrees. Yep, they have no healing abilities whatsoever. I'm afraid comes from lacking nervous systems. That's why I'm giving them hours. And we flip the page and find everyone kind of attached by tendrils yet again mm -hmm. <laughs> to a giant um, device kind of floating above their heads. So let me get this straight, says Strata. You're just taking templates of our heads, right? And we'll get our ship back in one of those head cleaner rays. Yes, yes, yes. Now clear your mind. Data transfer in progress and transfer complete. Doc or Docs is kind of staring ahead and, and the aliens are saying stabilizing brain templates and then all the, the tendrils kind of shoot away from their heads and FaZe is just kind of <laughs> rubbing her head as if she's got a giant headache. And Strata's like, oh, I'm glad that's over. I just want to get back and... 
And then the aliens say, now activate conveyor units. Let's dispose of, of this humanoid waste. Curse your devil, but, but a, you know, but obvious betrayal. Totally. This came out of nowhere. Nobody saw it coming. Um, and this is where we see the little brains in robot bodies from the cover. So conveyor activated, indicate waste to be carted, and they're racing towards the rebels. And Borb is saying, you mean us? But, but we had a deal. <laughs> we do not bargain with brains, says Docs. We bargain exclusively with brains. And the aliens are like, what? No. And whatever they, they're... Uh, all the little uh, brains that they were holding, I think, have kind of exploded around them. Is that what's happening? I think. Yeah, it looks like the brains on like the fire belt and stuff are all just popping. Yeah, popping. Exploding, uh, whatever. Yeah, Strat is like, nice, how'd you pull this one off? The brain transfer runs both ways. I simply confused the equipment during the stabilization stage. And the aliens are saying, don't let them get away. We need those brains. Ah, and he or she, or it, gets knocked over. It slips over on the brains. It slips. It's like, a, <laughs> you know, banana peels, brains, very similar, apparently. Very slippery. Yeah. That's what I hear. Yep, 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 yep. The presidential dude says, head for the exit, I'll buy us some time, as he shoots out his little uh, crazy lasso and rips down um, the netting or whatever is above them, which is also carrying tons of brains, which come crashing down or bouncing down. I like to think they bounce. Some of them are bouncing. Yeah. And he says, these waste conveyor robots don't look too swift. I might be able to throw them off by making a bigger mess than us. And so the brains are bouncing and they run into their rocket ship. You missed it. Those brains were bouncing around like moops balls. Quit kidding around and get in, says Borb. To the brain mobile? Hells. More brains. And they fly off, but I wouldn't complain too loud if it gets us out of here. And once again, Borb approaches Stealth. Uh, can we talk? And Stealth just says, now, just stop this, Borbs. You're giving me the creeps. If I have to spell it out, I will. We'll never be lovers. So give up. Orb says, right. And they, uh, their ship, there's our ship right where we left it. Be ready to be boarded fast. So they hop on, prepare yourselves for the worst. Our hull may be impervious, but if it has any weaknesses, the Kriegors will know them. So how do we get past them? I might be able to route the warp brain's navigational settings through its memory, which should bring us to a previous position. I'll just need a moment. So he gets to work. Well, you don't have it. They're peeling us open. And we see other ships similar to the rebel ship kind of scratching away at the surface. And Docs is like, bloody hells. And Stealth says, Docs, if we don't get out of this, I just want to say, be quiet. I need to think. And Borb is watching the two of them and then teleports away and teleports into the headquarters of the aliens. Stop this. If you want a brain so badly, take mine. Let them have the ship. The aliens are like, what? I don't believe you. Why would you trust us? Because I can teleport, which means you can't lay a hand on me, but I can shatter you all to pieces. Indeed. Cease hostilities. We have our brain. 
And Stealth is like, Docs, Docs, why have they stopped? Did Borbs do what I think he did? Scanning, says Docs. Borb is off ship. The Kriegers have stopped their attack. And we're ready to warp out. What? Says Faze, we have to save him. I don't believe Borb would approve. His actions demonstrate a desire to allow us to return home and pursue our struggle. I don't believe what you're saying, says Stealth. I thought we stuck together. What Borb did, that was sticking together. He wanted to be a hero. I intend to allow him to do that. Faze is just like, well, I can't really argue. We're all expendable, aren't we? And then someone says, warping out, and the ship uh, does just that. <laughs> and as it's flying away, someone is saying, I think it's Docs, bloody hells, these readings. We're not warping through space, we're going through time. We traveled 10 billion years into the past. Garvin's like, tell me another one, Docs, I could use a laugh. Those brains, could they have been the first... And Stealth says, Docs, I know this is against your nature, but try not to think about it. As they uh, pop back into regular space and regular time, Doc says, all right, we made it. Right within visual range of the mind control wave. It's extended its reach by 20 parsecs since we left, with no sign of weakening, which means there's no time. Not anymore. We're setting a course for Cairn. We're taking Legion down now. Next issue, the beginning of the end. Boom, boom, boom. Well, yeah, they have to because they don't have two issues left. Yeah, they got to wrap it all up. And, and as promised, yeah, they uh, are wrapping up plot lines. They got rid of Borb. We found out the origin of this uh, ship that's been floating around since the beginning of the series. Mm-hmm. Yup. And next issue, they're taking the fight to. Yeah, and they now have a weapon they can use. Yes, that's true. That's true. They're all set up. They're all set up for the finale. The two-hour, two-issue finale. <laughs> yep. Poor Borb. All gone. I know. I know. Now, I was like, so he's staying there, or the the Kriegors are like taking his brain, removing his brain. I didn't I quite don't get... want to know. <laughs> Best that we don't know. He's just sacrificing himself. Although the dc.fandom.com about the character Borb, yeah. it says here, Borb Borb has not been seen since then, but one might wonder what role Borb played in sentient development. The Kriegors invented brains as standalone power sources. Borb would have been their template for a more complex organism with a brain at its center. So, considering the fact of what time they're from and everything, and the creating brains, the question is like, kind of like Docs is like, is Borb being there? Why we have brain, like, why they have brains in the DC universe like they do? Could be. We are all descended from Borb. Wow. So, if we're lucky, we just get to wait around and activate our Tarpetation? teleport. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I'll take it. I will Sounds take it. Holy. All righty. I guess that makes sense. He, is, I, he doesn't get, like, chopped up and eaten. He just gets studied and never, maybe. ever comes home. That's what we'd like to think. 
<laughs> I mean, maybe he's going to make a better deal because he's like, look, I can pop away and just start smashing you guys. So why don't we That's come true. up with some other arrangement? Totally. Totally. I will say this. With with the exception of like maybe Nightcrawler, not many teleporters are really shown as doing a lot of uh, being good at battle. Like being really effective yeah. at fighting. Like As much as I love the character of Gates, yeah. he's more used for like transportation. Yes. Nightcrawler yeah. and Borb, like the two few ones who actually like they utilize their teleportation in fighting. Yes. Yeah, and they're good at it. They're very good at it. He survived to get Borb survived against Lobo. That's pretty damn good. That's pretty damn good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. Totally. <sighs> I mean, it kind of sucks that all of his really storyline up until now though was his whining about mm. stealth. Yeah, that got I mean, a little old. I mean, yes, I can understand a bit of the frustration when she's saying, I'm not interested in being evolved with anybody, and then jumping into Doc's arms and being like, oh, great, thanks. Except him, yeah. But it's yeah, like, yeah. at a certain point, it's like, okay, dude, she's not into you. Get over it. Yeah, and it could be that that, um, that wasn't originally the direction they were going, but when they realized that the series was ending, they just kind of wrapped it up and yeah. tossed him aside. I mean, it's hard to tell when these things end. And since yes. he's not a big character, like, you know, it's not like uh-huh. we're talking about a, a Justice League series. And like, well, what are we going to do with Superman? That's yeah. like Superman. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yep. Yeah, I suspect they probably had plans. or Like, I, because I kind of felt like the, the orb being in love with stealth had kind of run its course and, and, it felt like before this issue anyway that they were um, maybe steering away from it or at least steering it towards something different. But, yeah, they no longer have time, so they just did what they did. And it made yeah. sense. It works. It works, and it's an interesting thing. It's like, oh, at least he just didn't die. It's kind of like, oh, yeah. so is he involved in, like, creation? Yeah, totally. Let's say yes. <laughs> sure. All righty. Well, that brings us to the end of this issue. And next week, we will see what happens next. All righty. If you want to leave us a comment, you can hit us up in all the places. There's the Facebook page, Leads in the Substitute Podcasters at gmail.com, or on the Facebooks, you know, all the places. Otherwise, we will see you all next. W-E-E-K. T-A-R-A-T-A-R-K-I-R-A-S-A-M-A-Y-A. It's a long one. T-A-R-A. Terra Stink. That's what I got. Terra <laughs> Markov. That's it. Hey, well, she's definitely a goodbye. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, spoilers. Whoop. <laughs>